Hi, this is Robert, one half of the 12 Pound Podcast. Welcome to our 13th episode of the 12 Pound Podcast. And since it's Halloween and 13 is an unlucky number, we're going to make it lucky, Mom. It, actually, it's one of my luckiest numbers. So Good. So I, this should be a good episode. I like number 13. Good. I do. How about you? It's unlucky for you? No. No, actually, and it's funny. I've lived and worked twice in my life on the 13th floor. And in neither case was it called the 13th floor. It was either called 12 or 12A. Oh, I've seen that. I have seen that. In New York that. City. I've seen that in elevators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, elevators, people, I guess, apparently uh, building and elevator operators are very superstitious. Where did it, where did that start? 13, why? What? It started a long time ago. I know, but I need to know. In a far, 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 land. far away. And there was a... In a distant land. There was, there were, there were 12 children and then a 13th was born. And that and child was horrible. P- p- such a problem child. Such a problem. Always asking to play with them. Asking to play hide and seek. It says a familiar ring. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Very familiar. It's all thirteen. So I'm going to start calling my kids thirteen. Well, I, what did they do with that number? Lucky number thirteen. I don't know. They play. They, I think they were playing hide and seek, and they just never looked for him. Did they have a crate? <laughs> they did. They crated the kid. <laughs> I have a crate. <laughs> we have a crate. I never thought I, we do have a crate. We do. We could do something with them. Hmm. All right. Well, that's something to think about. Well, as we're thinking about it. We are going to remind our audience, this is a show that discusses life's changes and how we hope to help you face them through shared stories and experiences. Uh, But before we get started, I want to thank you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you for being a good co-host. 13 episodes in. 17 in total with our 12 by 20s. Why, thank you, Robert. You're welcome. You want to hear your horoscope? I do. I always do. Although, honestly, if it's something not so great, you can ad lib. (laughs) Okay. If something you're working on goes haywire this week, don't try to lay the blame on other people. If it's your project and that means that the buck stops with you, even if you weren't the one to cause its demise, be big enough to admit it's your fault. Eh, That's not a good one. It's not. But you know, they're not all great. Read your own. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) You can, if you wish, sit back and let life come to you this week. But if you go down that route, the feeling that you should have done more will constantly nag at you. Give 100% in everything you do, then give a little bit more. All right, that's a little bit of advice. They're a little weak. They're advisory. Yeah, I The guess. New York Post is advisory. I Does don't it know. say anything about six numbers and a Powerball number? <laughs> it doesn't. No? It doesn't. Okay. But you know what? There's a Sun-Mars link this week, which makes uh, you want to feel a little bit more assertive. So I think it's a good week to assert yourself. Okay. There's a little bit of an assertive tone. What does that mean when the Sun is in Mars? When the sun is in Mars, got the sun. I have no idea. Neither do I. We should. We'll have to interview an astrologist. Astrologer, I think. Oh, there's not astrologists. So there's psychiatrists and physicists. Astrologists. But they're. I think it's an. But you have to be an astrologer. It's an astrologer. Why can't they be an astrologist? I wouldn't bet the complete farm on that, but I certainly would bet like maybe the barn. The dog crate. We'll, we'll bet the dog crate on it. <laughs> the crate. We'll bet the crate. I think well, it's astrology. Well, you would ask an astrologer. I will. Well, we've been talking about the sun because the sun's hot and it burns. And we've been talking about burnout. Yes, we have. A lot. We've been hearing about it a lot. From people. Yeah, they're burned out. They keep saying, 
I'm burned out. Yeah, well, actually, you know, people are saying, when are you going to talk about burnout? I said, gonna, I don't know. Lucky number 13. Here, here it this is. is it. Here, here it, it is. comes. Burnout. This, this episode is going to burn up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about burnout and what burnout is. What is burnout, Mom? So that's such an interesting question because what is burnout? Mm-hmm. It, it depends, I, I would imagine, on who you're asking. So what do I think burnout is? Because it can be different with anybody that you ask. The general consensus may be you're overwhelmed and exhausted and sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, at least according to the World Health Organization, it tends to revolve mostly around work. You feel like you're not tre- being treated well at work, or you don't feel like you uh, you have a manageable workload. You don't know what your job is. There's not a lot of clarity in what you're doing. So you're getting a lot of work, but you don't really know what it's being done for. So you don't have a sense of what the outcome's going to be. Not a lot of communication. Maybe people aren't telling you why you're doing what you're doing. And then time pressures. People are asking you to do something really quickly. And, you know, we just don't have, according to the burnout lingo, we don't have the time to do it all. Interesting. And I'm sure, you know, I was just thinking about some of the people that have voiced that they're burned out. Some of that, um, actually quite a few, were related to uh, what's going on right now, that there's a a little bit of a shortage of employees in any company. Seems like in any company. So... What happens is the people that are working sometimes assume the load of the person or given the load of the person and maybe no extra pay. So now they've got, now that's not making them happy. I had read that passion-driven and caregiving roles, such as doctors, nurses, physical therapists, those are some of the most susceptible positions to burnout. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times the consequences of the not taking the extra work or not taking the extra responsibility can mean life or death. Exactly. So as a result, there's some pretty sad statistics that have revolved around those particular industries in terms of how people handle that type of pressure. And, uh, you know, and generally it's, uh, it, it, it's, I think it's on track with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many reasons. I have a good friend in the medical field and she's an RN mm -hmm. in a hospital and the hospitals aren't aren't hiring as many RNs as they need. RNs are the only ones that can actually dispense medications. And it's quite a workload for the RN. They need more of them. So will the RN get burned out? Yeah, it's exhausting. And so I guess what I was just saying actually before, not enough help. You know, there's just not enough help. And you can't assume... All that resp- all that responsibility. You no, know, there's right. just uh, you no, can't run that. What is that? I'm dancing as fast as I can. It is interesting. So I, um, you know, as you know, I'm at Drexel University, and I'm teaching. I didn't know that. Yeah, I am at Drexel University. I am teaching venture <laughs> investing, and I am also a sh- a social entrepreneur in residence. Oh. It's a very fancy title. Fancy. fancy. But what I did recently, which was so interesting, is I was uh, an advisor for a group called Nurse Hack for Health mm-hmm. Pitchathon. And what it was is that it uh, it was a nurse-led contest which allowed nurses to pitch business ideas that helped them create solutions that addressed well-being and workplace challenges for them in hospitals and any type of medical setting. So it was it was interesting because what it mostly revolved around was work-life balance. You know, how do you make things more 
manageable for people who are in highly stressful environments. So you've got burnout, which is clearly happening in this one area, and it seems very, very clear that it's uh, it's for the, some of the reasons that you had mentioned and some of the reasons that the World Health Organization mentions as well. But it just seems like it's kind of being put all over the place now. People are burning out everywhere. Yeah, I think people pick up on things. You, you know, if it, this is maybe not, I don't know. I'm going to say it anyway. If there really is such a thing as being overwhelmed and, you know, I've got kids at home, I've got this, I've got this going on, I'm, you know, trying to make ends meet, I'm working another shift, I'm, yeah, it catches up. It's going to catch up with you. You want to call that burnout? We'll call it burnout. And it's very real. It's very real. Mm -hmm. Then there's, then there are people that think, oh, yeah, that's good. I'm going to use that burnout. I'm burned out, right? No, you're not burned out. You're lazy. <laughs> you're lazy, right? And you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. And I'm not going to say I've never used something as a, when I was younger. Like, yeah, that's, that kind of works. I think I'll jump on that bandwagon. But you know you're jumping on it. You know, if you have any insight into who you are, you know you're jumping on it. So... You know, there are people that... So you're just overwhelmed? You're just saying some people are just overwhelmed and then they're... No, some people aren't overwhelmed at all. They just, just want to join the bandwagon of burnout to say, you know, uh, I'm... This is too much. I can't do this. To try to get things changed so there's less work. So there's... You know, so it can be... The, the term can be misused to try to get a benefit of less. Yeah. Right. When you're not really doing more. You're not really doing more. But you want less. So those are not your overachievers. <laughs> no. For so there's, there's not much we can do for them. Well, you know. They, so let's, let's try to help the people who are, who are try, really burned out. Who are today. really burned out. Yeah, we're not going right. to go for the extra right, ones. Right, 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 right. So some burnout we were talking about is, the question is, is it fixable? Yeah. Maybe. I think it is fixable. So I think that some burnout or some, you know, when you're overwhelmed, and you were talking mostly, you know, we can keep it to the workplace, um, but I think it's all so interconnected. There's just, to everything, there's so many facets. You know, I, um, you might just hate your job. You're just in the wrong. You know, every day you go, it's like, why am I doing this? You want, are you calling that burnout? Uh, that's not really burnout to me. That's not burnout. That's, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy. Um, because there are people that love their jobs that, you know, are burned out. But fixable, maybe. We have maybe. In certain circumstances, I don't know what the percentages would be, but in certain circumstances, your home life is, is shaky. You know, it's um, who knows what's going on. You know, there might be a house full of COVID. There might be a crazy puppy that's ripped up your, you know, just everything seems like too much. And now I go to work. And now I'm going to work. Yeah. I'm not crazy about my job, but, you know, I don't hate it. But So it's not burning as hot at work. It's not burning as hot at work, but it's burning kind of hot at home. And it's giving you and you're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You're overwhelmed. So it's like. We were, we were talking about it before the show. So it's kind of like life is like our solar system, right? Yeah. The sun, we all revolve around the sun. So all of our, all the attributes of our life kind of revolve around the sun. So if the sun has the ability to burn us, if we get too close to it or certain aspects, certain planets of who we are get too close to the sun, 
then we're going to feel burned out. It's right. not good when all the all those planets are at one time. Yeah. You know, getting close to the sun, but it's sometimes to. some are a little further away, sometimes they're a little bit closer. So what are some of the main attributes besides you'd mentioned two? You said work, you said home. What are some other things that can potentially cause burnout with people? Your health. Your health, yeah. Excuse family. Me, definitely your health. Yep. Uh, your family kind of is part of, you know, we were talking before when we were deciding to talk about this, about, you know, it really is a neat kind of picture, you know, picturing the sun and then all these planets, which you can kind of name, you know, if we, what we were talking about, Mercury being work and Venus being home, Earth being your health. You know, I just mentioned mm -hmm. that your health is important. Mars is your family. Mm -hmm. Jupiter is money, finances. That well, that in itself, you know, is is enough to overwhelm anybody when you can't pay your bills mm -hmm. and you're working, and you're working and you're working and you just feel like you're never getting ahead. Um, friends, you know, you might have some friends that are crossing boundaries and you don't know what to do about it and you don't need that right now. You've got enough on your plate. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need your your stuff and I don't know what to do because you're my friend. I don't want to say, please, please, you know, I can't do that right now. Mm -hmm. So you don't know how to deal with that. Um, that is where some coaching is beneficial because there are ways to deal with that. Yeah. But, um, and Uranus, which I, what about Uranus? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this is a family podcast. Excuse me. Oh my God! It still I, holds. How did I know? How did I know anyway? It still holds. I was prepared. You know, I could, was prepared. It doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. They can. the The scientific community can decide that Pluto is no longer a planet. I know they can't. But they can't come together and change that name. Uranus, right? <laughs> right. Why not? My anus. Why I don't not? know what it should be called. But no, Erect, they. Your rectum. Your rectal. <laughs> they threw. Your rectum. You nearly killed them. <laughs> they threw Pluto. Out of the solar system. I know. There is a generation. There are generations of people that are just so confused I about the solar system. I have to give kudos to my sister, Kai, who did this incredible. This woman was an artist, and you could buy her, you could buy her artwork as a big needlepoint. And it's for my uh, 60th birthday. It took her a couple years to finish this. It's really remarkable. And it's called Feeling Sorry for Pluto. And it's all the planets, and Pluto's got this little suitcase and tears, and he's being thrown out of the solar system. I know. I think it's so sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. But Uranus could be other people's health, OP. It could, but we've talked about that before. We but, talked about that with Barry Litsky. Sure did. Talking about her parents and caregiving. Um, it could talk. We could be talking about it in the context of today's environment with COVID. Yeah. You know that people are getting sick and you're having to care for them more often than you maybe did before because uh, you're getting a little bit more sick. And then finally, there's Neptune way out there. It used to be Pluto, but now Neptune's the furthest out. What's Neptune? Neptune is social media. Yeah. Oh, boy. Your phone. Text. Instagram. Text. TikTok. Instant gratification. Uh, how about the not news. only that, how about time that's taken up? Which is one of my favorite things, actually. But Netflix, Hulu, Jigaboo, Hulu. There's so much to watch, and so much. There's just a plethora. Yeah, of and that, it's funny because that's a planet that could stay out there, but we bring it closer. You know, we bring it closer, and it, I mean, not to say that it's been brought. And, it, and in some ways, it's been brought closer because our our phone is now a computer, so we have more access to those things that we would typically have to sit down 
go in front of our laptop, go on our desktop and check in on Facebook and check in on Instagram. But now because everything's on our phone and it's in our pocket, it, it's a lot closer to the sun so we can get burned down on it yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think, you know, all of these, we can just call them planets that, you know, they all, they all rotate around this sun and the sun burns. And if we get a little it too close too for close. it for too long, we start to feel the burnout. I think what's happening is that more than one planet or two planets are getting closer and closer to the sun. So it's not just like Mercury sitting there and Venus. And that's a great point because not only two, one or how about your work? Ah, it's, it's, I hate it. My home life, it's not good. My wife and I, my friend and my partner and I are fighting all the time. My health, it's not great. I've got whatever going on that I'm, I'm not dying, but I don't feel good. We can't take a vacation inflation everything's going up it's not looking good mm -hmm. um one of my friends is totally getting on my nerves because all she keeps doing is complaining 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 jesus your life sounds terrible uh, this isn't my life <laughs> 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 it's not my life well you're a good actor i know i am i know i know <laughs> and other people's health it's and, not but i think it's right a, yeah it's a good point you know what happens I, now what happens when all of that's going on I think you fried. Yeah, I think that's the burnout. And I think and I think a lot of times what's hard work is the easy one in a sense. So I think work is the easy one because it's an institution. You're going someplace. And because you're going someplace, you can ask someone else to fix it. You know, you can go to your employer. Your employer can think about ways to uh, assess burnout measure burnout, address burnout. So you have them introducing wellness programs, uh, better mental health coverage as part of your, as part of your benefits. Um, but it seems like a lot of it's being placed on work because it's kind of the easy solution because it's the institution. But all of these other areas are really on you. You know, you have to figure out what's going on at home. You need to figure out what's going on with your family. You have to balance your own checkbook. And that can be tough. So when they all start coming in together, Work, I guess, in some ways is probably, you know, not the easiest, but there's a solution behind it. You can quit. You can quit. You can try to find another job. Sometimes that's easier than said than done. Totally. But and sometimes it's also work can be an escape from the rest of the nonsense, the house, the relationship. Yeah. The way. So, you know, sometimes one is used to survive. Absolutely. Um, you know, without work, you'd be completely crazy yeah and i think you know if you you can even go to to younger people you know if you're having a hard time at school you know you used to be able to go home and disconnect and be with your family who are you know there for you you know they'll, they'll catch you when you're falling you know but now you've brought school home with you it's in your pocket it's in your pocket it's so in your pocket. it's in your phone so so it's it's tough there i i think you know if you think about burnout it's it's not an easy solution not that it was terribly easy to diagnose we came up with this whole solar system thing because you know, something's got to, something's got to give and, you know, gravity pulls you a little closer and sometimes, you know, you can, you can get a little bit further away, but you know, it's hard. Yeah. It feels like every, and it also feels like everything's kind of getting closer and closer together. There's a, there's this correlation that's growing between all of these aspects in our lives. So, you know, our health is getting more closely associated with what we do online and what online What's happening online is getting more closely associated with our money, right? Because we're paying for everything on our phone. So we see everything in real time. Our friends are also online and our friends are also 
in our home because they're in our pocket. So everything is... Yeah, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary when you think about when it. When you like, think about it that way, it's kind of scary. Yeah, we need a black hole. Yeah, <laughs> or a hole in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wonder. I, well, I think that's why, you know, the social media, the phone, put your phone down. I think that's, it is a quick and easy solution. It's probably a good thing to, to try. Uh, I've, I've done it. It's, um, it's interesting to turn your phone off. It, you really can. Mm-hmm. Just don't turn it off during this podcast. Yeah, I mean, who would do that? This is this, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be crazy. These are pearls crazy. we're giving These are people. Per- right. These are pearls. Turn it, you know, try it. Yeah. But Turn I, it I, off for a minute. Yeah, See what I, happens. But I do think, I, 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 I'm starting to get the sense that this might be the beginning of a little bit of a series that we're going to talk about. We're going to address burnout, but we can address each one of these planets one by one. And we could talk about ways you know, ways that we've experienced the burn at work or ways that we've experienced the burn at home or the burn with family. And, you know, we're going to hear from some other people to get their stories and experiences. But, you know, as we talk about each of these planets, each of these attributes of burnout, you know, we can start to think about one by one how to... Absolutely. And I think it would be also interesting in talking to, speaking with different people, is speaking with different age groups because the older age groups, such as my parents or Dr. Litsky's parents, they're not around to talk about it. But we were talking about how Barry said that she never remembered. I don't know if the audience remembers this, but she said she never remembered because her parents had to take care of their parents. They weren't well. And she never remembered hearing them complain about it. And I think that's an interesting topic as to generational how how quickly overwhelmed or how much each generation can take before they call it burnout mm-hmm. or being overwhelmed from what i remember of my parents i my father worked 6 days a week uh i never remember him complaining about going to work or what he had to do mm-hmm. or i'm burned out um, yeah, and it'll be good to hear both sides of that because. And I'd like to hear the young. That's yeah. That's a generation that. Um, so arguably, will never what you know. could say is that that generation held it in. Maybe. And if they held it in, maybe they were holding in all that stress. They were holding in all that anxiety. They wouldn't talk about it, but they held it in. And maybe the fact that we let it out now a little bit earlier than most gives us, you know, the ability to be able to de-stress. Could be. Let go. Definitely. But I'm with you. I think the same thing. But with it's an interesting, it's interesting to, to see because the generations, I think, are very different. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's a good way to think about maybe the next episodes for us as we're thinking about, you know, these attributes of burnout and how to think about each one, how they're different than they were several generations or one generation ago and how people are dealing with it today. So yeah. for example, work with your parents, you know, there was no work from home. There were only, the only person working from home was you know, a parent. But now, you know, we're all home. We're all connected. There's a fair amount of people after COVID who may never go back to the office. So how do you separate those two lives? How does your office allow you to separate those two lives? Your kids are home a lot more often. My oldest daughter is a case in point. You know, if she's got a sniffle these days, she's home. So there's no, there's, you know, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, a shorter distance between school and home these days because even um for a college student if you were sick right I- i'm experiencing this now at drexel 
is that if you're sick, either as a teacher or as a student, what did you used to do? Call out sick. Call out sick, right? Don't go into the office. You don't go to school. You don't go to the classroom. Well, now you can zoom in. So you're never really disconnected and you don't need to be. You know, it makes it very difficult. I, I covered uh, I covered a class for a professor two weeks ago who had COVID. And, uh, you know, and I assumed that I was going in to teach the class, but that wasn't the case. He was on video. You know, he didn't feel like he, which is great for the students. So I'm, I'm you know, it's not a, it's not a, uh, a criticism by any stretch. I think it's also good for him that he felt like he was healthy enough to do that, but he was still home with COVID and he zoomed in to the, to the office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, that's, it's an interesting word that you just used, which is disconnect. Something to for people to think about is where can I disconnect? You know, where is it feasible for me because I'm a little overwhelmed to disconnect in a healthy way? Yeah, absolutely. Where can I look at my life and say, I can take this time here. I don't need really need to be doing so much of this. It's, it's taking up too much of my time and energy and it's stressing me out. So I'm going to cut that. And then what am I going to put in place of that? Who knows? Just a, just a, uh, a walk, you know, walk around the block. Yeah, I think your health, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to your health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we mapped out those planets, I, I don't think it's, uh, it wasn't a surprise that we put, you know, Earth as health because you kind of always have to come back to that. Yeah. You've got to come back to what grounds you and what we walk on the ground that we walk on. So health is, you know, is things like mindfulness and breathing and exercise and, um, you know, other healthy stimulants and maybe not a health, maybe not so healthy stimulant every now and again, Yeah, like a coffee to wake you up or whatever it is. That's a wine to relax you. Yeah. Yeah, No, I, I I think that's right. I think, uh, stepping away, disconnecting is really important. I, I think in, you know, in my past where I, I, what I've done, which has not been the best, I'm good at reconnecting to health but I've always had to be careful about not disconnecting from friends. When I'm trying to deal with work or I'm trying to deal with home, I'll forget about friends. I'm not forgetting about them, but I'm not prioritizing them. And I find that when I do gather myself and I kind of reprioritize the friendship element of my planets, then things, you know, that rotation around the yeah, sun yeah, seems to absolutely. write itself. Well, it's it's one of your planets is getting too close to the sun it's too large it's moving too close to the sun so and what's getting cut out friends hanging out with your friends you know i'm i'm taking up so much time with work that i don't have it's not even just the time it's the energy you know so what gets put to the wayside things that relax you you know some some of the most important things i mean you can go in so many different directions with these topics you know i was thinking about working from home Working from home, I guess, is great. For a lot of people, it's great. You know, the commute, the whole bed, the, you know, it all depends on what chair you're sitting in. But for a lot of people, it's lonely. There's no social interaction. There's no laugh at the having a cup of coffee. There's no, it's just you and your computer or your Zoom mm-hmm. or, you know, for a lot of people, that's that's not great. You know, it's lonely, actually. It's lonely. Yeah, so you have to find, you know, you're going to have to find another planet to visit. Yeah, yeah. Don't start. Cause don't I go saw, to Mars. No. And, Let's let Elon and Musk go, go to, to Mars. Uranus. Don't go to Uranus. <laughs> it's your rectum. We've it's, changed that we've name. We've changed the name anyway. <laughs> we've changed that name. 
But I do. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I think as we're looking ahead, I think that's probably a really good way for us to to think about our programs going forward is, you know, we're going to talk about those eight planets and those eight attributes that we all, you know, need to think about when we're circling the sun, circling the sun of burnout. And, uh, you know, whether it's friends, money, family, and I think work for me, it was, um, you know, was leaving an industry that, you know, I was starting to feel burned out and then doing something that taken me a little bit further away from the sun, but it keeps me busier. So I've got to, I've got to make sure that I'm also visiting earth and Mars health. Bed, yeah. My, Cause I put my family on Mars because they're all aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good approach. And I think, um, you know, I think for our, our audience who's going to be tuning in over the next several weeks, you know, just to kind of think about your own planets, you know, thinking about Mercury as work, thinking about Venus as your home, Earth as your health, Mars as your family, Jupiter, it's the biggest planet. So, you know, it's going to be money. <laughs> it's always there. Saturn, it's got some rings, just like our friends do, you know, rings that are surround us and make us feel protected. Uh, Uranus. Eh, it's other people's assholes, <laughs> but other people's health, our yeah. family, our parents, you know, our, our children, yeah. our own, um, less our own rather, and more other people's. And then finally Neptune and Neptune, it's way out there, but it's right in our pocket. And I think that's the social media side. It's what keeps us connected and we can't really get away from that yeah. to disconnect yeah. because all of those attributes, unfortunately now, um, companies have done a very good job and I hear it every day at Drexel University is that uh, they're just trying to get closer to your phone all aspects of their of your life are they're trying to get it in your phone in your phone and also in your life totally no that's what it does what you like what you buy to, what you eat so where you depend you go. on it. yeah so you depend yeah, on it yeah so I think um, that's what we're going to be talking about over the next several episodes so as you think about those things and you think about burnout and where you may be feeling burned out, um, you know, please let us know. Uh, if you don't know our website by now, I'll say it again. It's 12poundpodcast.com. We have been posting all of our past episodes and uh, and are very excited about posting some new episodes, some new shows about these topics as we as we really start to dig into burnout, what we can do to help temper the flames. If anybody's listening to this and is really relating to uh, the planets, go on the website and leave, leave me your name and uh, some contact information. And we can have a complimentary session and talk a little bit about what's going on. Um, you don't have to. There are things that you can do. There are steps that you can take to try to disconnect. It's change. It's, it's always change. And change is difficult. Change is difficult. But it is well worth it. It is well worth the change. Um, things that you thought you could never do and then you do and uh, another door opens and you go wide. Lots of times you'll hear yourself say, why didn't I do this a long time ago? You know, why didn't I make that change? So go on the website under uh, Get Coached and leave me some information and we'll have a conversation. I'm only a conversation away. Yeah. So. And as you think about those planets, don't forget that every now and again, a comet can come by and just <laughs> fuck, it and and fuck it all up. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> every 75 years. That's right. Right. And you're like, just where'd that come from? Just when you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Let's just hope the asteroid doesn't hit the planet. <gasps> Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Well, this was a great talk, Mom. Thanks so much. I think it's really interesting and exciting, and we hope you tune in. Uh, please check us out again on our website, 12poundpodcast.com, for this episode and our past episodes. We are also up and running on YouTube 
and uh, please be sure to check out those videos as well. So thanks, Mom. Thanks, Robert. Bye, everybody.